Self-help for robots is now. Self-Help for Robots. I'm your host, C.J. Pitchford, and this is episode 52, The Point, a special winter solstice edition, that is, that it's the sun's lowest point in the northern hemisphere on this very day. And uh, for me, though, when I want to ask about the point of something, it's usually about what is the point of emotions. And, And yes, when I created a specification, I created a soul, a serialized object ledger. No, I knew that I had created a trusting soul in the specification as the purpose of the emotions were, well, trust, as you may have heard in this uh, uh, podcast previously, is that, yes, the purpose of emotions of trust, you know, trust is supported or reinforced by happiness. We we actually know this uh, neurochemically speaking. And uh, yeah, that uh, sadness making way for new happiness, etc. But no, that's not the only way to say that or the only purpose uh, for emotions as I've been recently thinking about, you know, why did I choose the particular form that I did? And yes, if you would just think for a second, like, well, most people, wouldn't they say that uh, happiness is the purpose of emotions? And and uh, however, that uh, Dr. Lisa Feldman Barrett, um, in her work, she says that the purpose of emotions are for regular the body's energy budget. Very important work. And yes, that it it is something that she can measure and she can demonstrate. But when it comes to, like I said, the mental purpose of emotions um, as mental states, um, that uh, yes, we uh, obviously as humans, we experience uh, emotions as mental states, as we have, uh, you know, human consciousness and point of view. And, and just as a refresher, that that point of view or subjective dimension is, well, the first dimension of the uh, orthogonal model of emotions and uh, that, yes, that subjective point of view that, uh, you know, like I said, that there could be even alien points of view or obviously that in the experience of humanity, instead of just, you know, my point of view and the other, the outer, there could be like combinations or intersections or combinations of points of view that then would arise or then be part of uh, what would be adduced from those emotional states, still measured 
on that subjective dimension, but, uh, you know, that, as I said, that uh, by measuring emotions, long dimensions, one can find, you know, new expressions, new feelings um, that were never before possible, or, you know, maybe they've always been there, they just didn't have a name or an understanding based on the, you know, principles, the components, or the actual ways of understanding emotions that are at least modeled, you know, mathematically in the orthogonal model of emotions. And, and yes, that the purpose of making trust uh, being how the functions of feelings, you know, actually, you know, have a point um, is just one example, as I mentioned, that happiness could be the point of emotions, um, which on that scale, you would say, well, what is the purpose of trust? That could be a positive emotion. And and yes, that uh, it would be then posited that uh, happiness without at least feeling okay doesn't seem, you know, like uh, a normal recipe. Um, it's possible. In fact, there are many routes to happiness that I'll talk about in a second. But, but no, that uh, just being able to say that uh, happiness is served by trust, however, does forgiveness uh, be a part of that, or is trust only going to be limited to just feeling okay, or does one have to feel confident in order to feel happy? And so, yes, it's a necessary component of happiness, and um, instead of just being a support or one part... Um, but no, what about negative emotions that certainly um, that dividing line of trust and distrust or suspicion might then lead to a negative emotion, which, since that's not, you know, feeling happy, could be actually then just a trigger for anger. And that really is the negative threshold that any negative emotion, guilt shame. Oh yes, that makes that uh, same subjective point of view that person's then angry about that. And and yes, that uh, that person's still not happy. And so uh, when that person would consider sadness, it seems like no, that uh, that also would result in anger at not being happy. And so having, you know, just being happy is the goal of emotions. Well, it seemed good enough for the utilitarian philosophical movement um, at least to get started. But then they seem to move the goalposts. Like mentioned in previous episodes. And, and so, yes, that uh, having happiness as the goal of emotions means that, well, instead of trust, you know, especially if one is very cynical or skeptical, one could use anger to support, you know, um, positive emotions, which sounds really weird. But at the same time, uh, how could anybody just be consumed by hatred and anger all the time? It would be, well, <laughs> um, exhausting. And uh, um, But actually then uh, what I think of, of course, is righteous anger, the revolutionary who obviously then that anger is, um, you know, expressed and that their actions and behaviors or at least their thoughts might lead to contentment for their own, you know, attempts and, you know, their own ideas and their own raging. <laughs> against the, you know, injustice. Uh, so, it, yes, that I could see that um, the, you know, other emotions would serve anger instead, like guilt and shame. Well, get angry that you didn't do enough and, and feeling sadness at the plight of the oppressed. Yes, get angry and fix it. And so, yeah, again, that a very limited range of emotions, but uh, definitely a personal choice, as, as sadly is another form of anger that I can imagine. Not the righteous anger against oppression, but the anger of oppression, the the actual you know hatred of misogyny and sexism and racism. Um, 
that it's just a, you know, again, somebody, I've literally heard racists say they have nothing but love in their hearts. And, and yes, if they are content to look down upon others, if they are, you know, served in happiness by oppression, by seeing others literally suffer uh, and, and imagining or being cruel or participating in that. Um, so no, I don't think that, um, that that person lied, that the person who is obviously doing racist things, you know, is uh, still being able to say they have love in their heart, uh, no matter, you know, what we can see about all the actions. <laughs> you know, so that's why asking somebody, you know, if they're a racist, uh, you know, it doesn't really impact or have any, you know, meaning on what they're doing and what the actions are. But that's, I guess, a, not the point of this episode, but it's easy to get, you know, kind of, well, distracted by something like that. When we get back to all the possible ranges of emotions, that again, having trust as a model and being able to say that, yes, that I'm able to work towards that goal, well, that means that there's a lot of models that are used right now that I see uh, throughout the industry that's, you know, throughout the, in fact, the literature, the scientific literature that doesn't have a place for trust. And in fact, uh, it does, you know, serve happiness. It does have like just happiness um, as the positive, the, the you know, one positive emotion um, and, and the rest of the, you know, so-called six universal emotions um, are negative. Uh, oh, except for surprise, maybe, you know, positive, but no, um, you know, all of that, uh, you know, fortunately has been shown to not be the actual basis or not to have a, a basis in our physiology or even in our mental, you know, kinds of concepts that we have about emotions. As, as I said, that uh, leaving trust out of emotional maps doesn't seem, you know, like, like I said, that it could be very limited forms of trust. And, and certainly uh, what I want to translate in, in Cogsworth or for any um, robot that's able to process emotions is to be able to process all of the possible emotions as the orthogonal model means that while well, all possible emotions are um, subject to being possibly measured. <laughs> and so, yes, that, uh, um, like I was saying, that uh, you can, you know, invent your own purpose of emotions, as that's really what this was all about, is that I invented a purpose, and, and so can you, as, you know, to whatever end you wish, as long as, well, you keep helping yourself. Thanks for listening. So what'd you think? You can leave a review at iTunes or wherever you heard this podcast.